0: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbach. Tony, can you believe your capitals and wizards might leave the District of Columbia?
1: I'm Tony Kornheiser. If that happens, I'm gonna stop going to games. I'm oh, gonna stop.
0: Did they move like 15 years ago? Cause that seems to be about when you stopped.
1: I don't know if it's 15, but it's more than I can count on one hand. I guarantee <laughs> that. It's, it's been a while, though you I do like the building. You used to sit in the box. I've always liked the you building. used to sit like in it. the
0: owner's box. I remember those I days. I did.
1: I've done that. Yeah, that was fun to do. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Bill Belichick's future, Nikola Jokic's ejection, and Ted Leonsis's plan to move the Capitals and Wizards out of D.C. But we begin today with Draymond Green being ejected from last night's game against Phoenix for hitting Yusef Nurkic in the face in the third quarter. Golden State went on to lose the game. Green said he was trying to sell a foul call, not intentionally hurt Nurkic. But he knocked them down, Mike. So given Green's history, what should the league do about this? Hit him. Hit Draymond Green hard.
0: And they can say, oh, well, we didn't, we didn't do it intentionally. We were just reckless. Because I didn't do it intentionally. It doesn't cut it. You, you hit a dude in the face, and this is about your 50th offense in your time wow. in the league. So no, it was still reckless and dangerous, and the league needs to be more concerned about protecting all the other players than offending Draymond's sensibilities about what is intentional or not. So this is a question now of leadership at at the top of the league. And this is a question of whether Adam Silver and his advisors have the stomach to say to Draymond Green, we know you're important to a championship team, and we know this championship team is important to this league. And basketball worldwide, because they are the Warriors. But you got to go. And when I say go, Tony, anything less than 10 games is just awful. And if he said 20 or 25 games, to me, it'd be perfectly acceptable. Draymond Green can't continue to go down this path to choke somebody one month and then to knock somebody out another month. No, the league cannot have that. And if somebody doesn't get that, and move quickly and decisively, then there's a bigger problem.
1: Okay, so Draymond Green has lost the benefit of the doubt. Even if this was not intentional, he is a clear recidivist. He does this all the time. As you alluded to, he got five games earlier this year for choking Rudy Gobert, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to tell you honestly, Mike, I think it's on the table that he gets tossed for the entire year. Okay. That Adam Silver and his closest advisors go to him and say the following sentence, this is a privilege to play in this league. And you've lost the privilege because you do this all the time. Now, I think that's extreme, and I don't think that will happen. But 20 to 25, I would say at a minimum. Here's where you and I disagree a little bit. The Warriors, to me, are not what they were. They're no longer a championship team. They're not the economic engine that they were. They're not the ratings-getter that they were. Younger teams, I believe, have passed them. They are 10-13 and 13 at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. And if the playoffs started today, they would not be in the playoffs. If you toss green for 20 to, to 25 games, they won't make the playoffs. But, Mike, I'll, no, be I'll done. refer you to one visual. One visual. Clay Thompson, when this happened, the look on his face said, Oh, no, not again. Yeah. Not again. Tony, by the way, let me just go back to something. They are an economic
0: engine worldwide. Okay? So the world in this conversation is gonna move beyond, you know, the United States of America, where the Warriors are still marquee top of all of Asia. the, The Warriors are huge. Now, they're Dropping, but no one has passed them in that way yet. Not yet. They're coming. Yes, I talk about this all the time. The young players out there from Oklahoma City and Minnesota and Indiana who are coming. They haven't caught, they haven't caught Steph Curry and Klay and Thompson and Draymond Green yet, even though that team is not going to make the playoffs. A, t- a 10-game suspension cripples the Warriors for making the playoffs, it seems to me. A 20-game suspension eliminates them. They're not going to win without Draymond Green. They can't even win with him. So, so this is a big deal, Tony. And the question is whether the league feels any pressure to keep Golden State afloat. I, I think the agenda has got to be more specific than that in dealing with Draymond Green. Let's move to another ejection from the NBA last night. Nikola Jokic got tossed after cursing at an official after not getting a foul call late in the second quarter in Chicago against the Bulls. Jokic admitted his language crossed the line, but didn't think he deserved an ejection. Even fans in Chicago, including an enormous Serbian contingent, booed the decision. Tony,
1: the Jokic deserve to get tossed. Did he deserve to get tossed? Sure, sure. He said the magic words. He said the two-word phrase that begins with the word mother, which is fine, but ends differently. Yeah. Every referee in that league tells every player in that league, can't say that. That doesn't mean that referees toss everybody who does say it, but they reserve the right to Mm -hmm. toss anybody who does say it. Jokic said, I said it, I know I said it. So, I mean, I don't know what we're arguing about here. Does he deserve to be tossed? Yes, next on this thing. <laughs> I understand why we do this story, Mike. Yeah. Because Jokic was the MVP of the playoffs last year. Champion. He's an NBA champion. Yeah. He's a he's a very, very big star. But he crossed the line in the same way Kadarius Tony crossed the line. Here's my foot. Here's the line. My foot's over the line. Well, next. as you next. as you and I
0: know, the interpretation is why we're discussing it. Because we've heard. As many nights as you and I have sat courtside at NBA games over the decades, we've heard it used. And the context is everything. How you say it, was there a wink and a nod, did you bark it, or did you try to sneak it in there? All these things are open to interpretation from the official. Yep. Yes, it's the magic phrase, but we know there's been laughter. We know there's been all kinds of ways to treat it, and the official doesn't have to throw Joker out. What comes into play is that Chicago's got and, and, and Joker talked about this after the game, the largest Serbian population outside Belgrade. And so they are there to see him and booed him getting tossed. So that's all of that goes into, into the
1: He mix knew what here. he said. He knows what he it knew. means. He knew he knew. He went over the line. We move now to a development where we live and work, Washington, DC. Ted Leonsis, owner of the Wizards and Capitals, has declared his intention to move those teams out of DC. And into Virginia. Leonsis appeared today at an event with the governor of Virginia to announce the deal. Wolf, we'll on your reaction to Leonsis' plan. Anger. Resentment. I
0: started this yesterday and an aside late in the show. Anger. What? You got a product out there that's never been great. And it's been in the District of Columbia. And people pay and they come. And this has cultural overtones and issues to it and so you want the city game you're gonna take this franchise out of the city of washington dc and take it to virginia tony people like you and my wife you guys need a passport to go from the district to virginia that's how much you hate going to virginia and that cultural context people outside of this the dmv don't understand it you and i do and so it's like are you serious now He wanted $600 million, and that was publicly stated. The mayor, who we both know, said $500 million. You mean to tell me those two sides can't get from $500 to $600? Is that too big a bridge to cross? I don't want to hear that. So maybe it's negotiating. If it's fine, Ted Leonsis has every right to do that. But don't tell me that that franchise is going to Virginia and leaving D.C. Don't tell me that.
1: Okay, so I have thought a lot about this in the last, couple of days since I learned about the possibility of this deal going forward. And I have tried hard to come up with the exact right word to express what I think about Ted Leonsis driving a stake through the middle of downtown D.C., the capital of the United States of America. And the word that I've come up with is villainy. And I will tell you it's even worse because he's a Georgetown grad. And the last time I looked, Georgetown was still in in the District of Columbia. They had not yet moved to Virginia. I believe, Mike, that there's a real trust factor, a public trust factor, when you own a sports franchise. And I believe when you own two of them... In the capital of the United States of America, it is a sacred trust. And to make this move for money while at the same time, at least with one of these teams, putting a lousy product on the floor night after night after night, that to me is is villainy. I'm going to just go on for a while. I, I have a prejudice here. I've lived here for 44 years and you can tell me. Oh, the teams, the football teams that you grew up with in New York, they're in New Jersey and nobody cares. And I will concede that. And I will concede that the football team here is in Maryland, though the next stadium back is going to be in back city. in D.C. Yes. because of this. And I will say this to you, Mike, that if I had the power to do this, that this, this evening I would put padlocks on every single door at the Capital One Arena. And I would say, you want to go to Virginia? Go to Virginia now. Play your basketball games at George Mason University. Play your hockey games wherever you can rent ice time. I would do that, and I would also say, and you can't call them Washington anymore. No, you can't. they are the Virginia Capitals. The
0: they're the Virginia Wizards. Do you think so. they're gonna be gone? Because I don't. I think the a deal, once again, hope you're right. if you're a hundred million right. apart and it was six hundred yep. you want and five hundred you're offered, you can't bridge that? Come on. I hope you're right. Are we supposed to believe that? I, I believe that we're be playing in the city, and so I don't. I hear you, though. Kudos. Look, you still... I moved out. I lived in the district for 10 years and left, all right? You still lived there. Kudos to you, but you got I, it. I know you feel this. I know that's a real... I do. Not a hot yeah. take. I know you feel
1: it. No, 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 no. no. Let's take a break. Coming up, Robert Kraft has reportedly made up his mind about Bill Belichick's future with the team. What is the word for that?
0: And how best to describe Ben
1: Roethlisberger's
0: criticism of the Steelers' offense.
1: It would be an incredible blow to Washington, D.C. It would be. Honestly. It's turning your best it's traitorous.
0: After uh,
1: what? Come on now.
2: Pardon the Interruption is presented by Gray Goose. La Lavatka. Please sit responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides see why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com that's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. welcome back to pardon the interruption presented by gray goose part of happy hour
1: It's time to trade words with Will Bond. What's first? The report that Bob Kraft
2: has already made the decision about Bill Belichick's future is blank.
1: It's reasonable. It comes from Tom Curran, who works for a television station in Boston, covering the Patriots. He's covered the Patriots for something like 25 years. He said that Kraft came to this conclusion in November. Again, that's reasonable to me. they've gone steadily downhill, Mike, without Tom Brady. They're 28 and 35 without Tom Brady. They have no offense without Tom Brady. Bill Belichick cannot fix the offense. Bill Belichick would be better served coaching another team. Robert Kraft would be better served with another coach for this team. There's nothing about this that seems off to me. And, Mike, I don't think anybody will be surprised if this happens. Tony, wouldn't be surprised. it, It seems reasonable. I hear you. But it's also murky.
0: Because you, you and I have spent enough time with owners in the past, and they talk about how they go back and forth late in the season. Well, they won three games in a row. i change my mind. They go yep, back and yep. forth. And so Kraft yep. can do that. He has a yep. marriage with Bill Belichick. And it looks rocky right now. It does. And that's reasonable to conclude. But suppose they go out there, because the defense has been pretty good. Suppose they go out yep. there and pitch shutouts. I don't mean literally. But like three of the next four games, they give up 13 points or fewer. And you go, well, wait a minute. I mean, maybe we can tweak this, maybe we can do that. Kraft is going back and forth. So it's murky. Yeah. I believe it happens yeah. when it
1: happens. Reasonable but it's that too. Maybe Belichick wants to go too. That's yes. not all Kraft Yes, That's in a great this. point. What's next? What's ben next? Roethlisberger's go. criticism of the Steelers offense is blank. I like the word. I'm going to say reasonable. The Steelers' the offense f- is not as bad as the Patriots, but isn't any good. Whoa. They average 16.2 points a game, which stinks. They're down to a second-string quarterback. Kenny Pickett, who wasn't that great shakes when he was in there, got hurt. you know. But Roethlisberger's been really chirpy lately. A few weeks ago, Mike, I have this in my notes. Remember when he said that Byron Leftwood should be the offensive yes, coordinator? coordinator yeah. When and if they got rid of Matt Canada – and, you know, and now he's chirping about how, and there's a quote in this, this isn't what it means to wear the black and gold, and he wants players to grab other players by the face mask and tell them what it means to wear the black and gold. So he's chirping a lot because he's got time on his hands. What does he do? Is he doing a podcast now? Something like that. Everybody So does, go over there, Ben. Me. Go over there, Ben, and become an offensive assistant coach for the team. I'm sure they'd love to have you. Well, Tony, his, his criticism
0: is of the offense is comprehensive. I mean, he goes through the whole thing. He talks about the current players and what they're saying. And look, it's also convincing. Because, you know, Ben talks to these guys. He's still close to them. He's only been out of the locker room a minute and a half. So he knows what's going on still in that team. He's not five years removed. So, and then he talks about the history of it. And he invokes all the great Steelers, the guys who have gold jackets in the Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, and it's so go really over there and coach. comprehensive, Tony. He goes through the whole thing about what they're not doing and what they should be doing, and how they should be reacting. And you go,
1: I, I was Mike. I was pretty. I'm convinced not saying about- he's wrong. No, he's not. I'm saying go over there and coach. No you help? can do it. Yeah, That's he it. Probably could. My words were reasonable, sure don't you think? Let's take one last break. Still to come, Roger Goodell plans to bring the NFL to Brazil. Man,
0: and could the Lowly Spurs actually upset the Lakers tonight? You tell me if LeBron and A D are playing. You tell me if they're playing or not. I'll tell you whether they can be an upset.
1: You've like, been to Brazil. They got a they got a football no, hunger in Brazil. No, I'm no? Brazil's a hole
0: in my resume. I have never been to South oh. America. Not been.
2: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Feed Vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of Happy Hour.
1: Happy time, people. Happy 81st birthday, Ferguson Jenkins. My man. Another of your many Chicago heroes. My man. Jenkins is a Hall of Famer. He pitched 4,500 innings. 3192 strikeouts 267 complete mm. games 284 wins in a 334 era jenkins came up with the phillies in 1965 he was traded to the cubs in april of 1966 and by 1967 jenkins was a full-time starter finished second in the Cy young voting with a 20 and 13 record and a 280 era over 38 starts jenkins won the Cy in 1971 after 39 starts 30 complete 30. games, Come on now. 325 Come on innings, now. a 24-13 record, and a 2.77 ERA. He pitched 19 seasons, but he never got to the postseason like three of your other heroes, Dick Butkus, Gale Sayers, and Ernie Banks. Four, Billy Williams. Could never leave out Billy Williams.
0: Ferguson Jenkins, Tony, I don't know if you know this, he wore the same number as Maddox, as Greg Maddox. So 31 is retired in both their names flying over Wrigley Field. Ferguson Jenkins, you know something else he did? He won 20 games, six consecutive seasons. Now you get a guy who wins 20, and the baseball writers of today want to throw a parade. Come on, man. Ferguson Jenkins, the most accomplished pitcher in the history of the Cubs. Maddox left early. Jenkins did not.
1: Happy anniversary, Khalil Mack. On this day, eight years ago, while on his original team, the Raiders, Mack sacked Broncos quarterback Brock Osweiler five times to propel the raiders to an upset road victory in his second season Mack thus tied hall of famer howie long for the raiders franchise record for sacks in one game now 32 Mack is having a return to dominance with the chargers mac leads the league with 15 sacks he's tied for the league lead with five forced fumbles he set a personal record with six sacks against his old team the raiders the nfl single game record for sacks is seven by Derek thomas of kansas city Wilbon, we'll your Bears traded Mack away in March of 2022. Yeah, in this
0: rebuilding effort, we got Jaquan Brisker, who's a good player, but he ain't Khalil Mack. And Mack has 15 sacks. The Bears as a team only have 21. He led the whole team for a chunk of the season. Getting rid of Khalil Mack, I understand the rebuild effort. It, it angers me right now until this day, and it's been more than a year.
1: Everything angers you Yes, right it now. does. Everything. Happy trails, Craig Berube. The St. Louis Blues fired their coach last night after a 6-4 loss to Detroit, in which the Blues held a lead three different times. It was their fourth loss in a row, their sixth in their last eight games. The Blues are 13, 14, and one. They're one point out of the last wild card spot in the Western Conference. Berube, 57, led the Blues to their first and only Stanley Cup championship five years ago. He was 206, 132, and 44 with the Blues. Previously, he coached the Philadelphia Flyers, Barubi is the third NHL coach to be fired so far this season, and he will be replaced by Drew Bannister, who is coaching the Blues affiliate in the AHL. So he was the interim coach the year the Blues
0: won the Stanley Cup. They're only one. And in January, they had the worst record in the league. He turned it around. They went from worst to first in like weeks.
1: Unbelievable yeah. that season now he's, he's that's why gone. he was no longer the interim, you know because they won it. Man. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Connor bedard scored a goal, but Connor McDavid had man. two assists man. in an Oilers win over the Blackhawks. Man. Your thoughts? Yeah, the Bears aren't
0: the only franchise in town where I'm thinking about how high up the draft board we can get. That was a predictable result. Giants signed Korean star Jung Hoo Lee to a six-year deal worth $113 million. Is that significant?
1: He's supposed to be a great player, and you got to keep up with the Dodgers, yep. don't you? You have to do that. Clippers beat the Kings for their fifth straight win. Have they turned a corner? I think they have, Tony. I, I, you knew they were going to get better,
0: but then Paul George left last night's game with a growing injury. So uh, the NFL will put a game in Sao Paulo, Brazil next season. Okay, by you?
1: Yeah, and I'm sure the broadcast crew is going to love being there. Yeah. I had no idea there was a big appetite for American football in Brazil. No idea. Last one. Pistons and Spurs try again tonight. Are you smelling wins? The
0: 76ers are at the Pistons, no. Lakers and Spurs, right. you would say, the Lakers are going to kill the Spurs. Ah, LeBron in a D game time. Decisions, perhaps. Questionable. Uh, trap game? I'm asking. So don't say tomorrow, you said it was a trap game. Question. You Not said any. it was a trap
1: game. Trap game. You Maybe. said. You can use the words trap game. We're out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. I'm Tony Tornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get
0: the PTR podcast on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. Tony, maybe we should go, like, have an appetizer.